What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Sweet potato casserole. I've hands down rarely met someone who says turkey. It's always the sides. They always dominate Thanksgiving. I don't like. I mean, we'll have it. I um. We Chloe and I did fried chicken last year because it was just us two, and I was like, "Let's do something a little you more remember fun." That. So I I made it from scratch. It was it was very good. Made a mess in my kitchen, but um, yeah. I mean, sweet potato, the rolls. When I was a kid, just stuffed my face with the dinner rolls. I took a picture this morning of the recipe. I gotta I gotta find it. Of my uh, when I leave here, um, I'm going to go go home and cook. Go to the go, go to the grocery store, and, oh, and are you serious? I bought yeah I bought the where is it I bought the turkey uh, Sunday night and I bought stuffing mix um, Tuesday what's today Monday, but the grocery store is insane. Everyone was there. It's gonna be worse today. Well, I'm hoping not. This was at 5 p.m. and people were standing was, in. The, I was at Publix yesterday at 5 p.m. and it was a nightmare. Yeah, they were standing in the middle of the aisle and getting in the way. Yeah, so I, this sweet potato casserole from an old Florida cookbook is so good. I love it. Love it. Yeah. Think. And I'm the only one that likes it. Are you, really? Yep. I, I love sweet potatoes. The dinner rolls. I like the green bean casserole. I never was a fan of the... Um, like Jello salad type stuffs. Hate it. Yeah, it Excuse me. Cranberry <clears throat> salad. Jello salads was not big on that. Um, <coughs> you grew up in the South. Did yep. you ever eat the the gizzards, gizzard gravy, or the liver, or any of that? Never liver. Um, I think there, I think we did have gizzards in the in the gravy, but never never liver. And so the <coughs> excuse me. This is a peanut M M&M, and M. Speaking of a. Uh, act of thanksgiving <laughs> choking me here not a bad way to go honestly you know if i'm going to go on something the thanksgivings i grew up um having were um what i think most southern um thanksgivings are mm-hmm. 40 people everyone yep. brings a dish um plastic um pa- paper plates plastic um, yep. forks and things Did you have a kid's table kid's table card table green yep, yep. um and you know the the honestly the best best dish for me was always the Kentucky fried chicken original um recipe whatever you would have fried chicken is along with turkey that's what i that's what i wanted um, someone would bring that so i have um and that's great and it's fine but i actually um fantasize about the formal uh table and that's- so for the 3 years now i've been doing thanksgiving myself i have a formal spread just with our household and try to have all those um there's still traditional country yeah. southern dishes but just with on silver and china i Look like at it. you i like it yeah. how do your how do your kids they hate it they, dress they, up? They, they, they they all i mean I'll, I'll dress up but they all they all want to go back to the card table and the paper plates something, and all that something and, nice about it i will admit yeah yeah <clears throat> good. um yeah we had, we had the kids table growing up my dad uh, i remember Gave me, I think, the liver and the heart of the turkey one year, and I ate oh, that. Wow. It was it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but uh, Thanksgiving never, I don't know, it never really had uh, much appeal for me. I feel like it was a shallow holiday, and it doesn't have to be, but I think growing up for me, Christmas, birth of Jesus, presents, you go to church. Thanksgiving kind of always was relegated as almost, for, I almost forgot about it and then it would come and, um, you know, I thought it was kind of weird, but we're going to talk about, you know, Thanksgiving and giving thanks today and um, maybe add a little bit more depth to um, that kind of simple 
holiday. Um, and I know, you know, connected with the pilgrims and stuff, but, um, I don't feel like it gets, you know, that story gets told that much. Would um, you go around the table and say, what are you thankful yeah, for? And sometimes, all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Um, and it's not that we weren't thankful. Um, but we, we had a lot of people, and so we had three or four different tables. I mean, there was no single table. Um, I mean, the biggest thing for me is I just liked hanging out with my cousins. I mean, that's that's why I liked a lot of the holidays is, you know, we just got to see cousins and hang out with them and see grandma and stuff like that. I think a lot of these holidays, Thanksgiving, July 4th, are holidays that are really divorced from the original point of yeah. the celebration. Yeah. And they've just taken on a new Correct. meaning. Yeah. Um, not that they they don't have it. It's just changed so i you know you in school you learn about the pilgrims and i mean i learned so very little about it honestly i don't know the whole you know story plymouth rock whatever have you seen plymouth rock no never it's puny yeah it's it's bad i was like oh i learned something for the first this is fitting for thanksgiving so so speaking of that i learned something for the first time this week uh we had a uh a a gentleman from uh uh, sheffield england visit us Mm -hmm. last wednesday ian ian burgess He's been here before, social media friend, now a friend in the flesh. But he was in America for a wedding and making kind of a an Anglican yeah, tour of the yeah. country in the Episcopal Church and other Anglican jurisdictions. And, and if you saw, he went to San Francisco and saw mm-hmm. the prayer book cross, which oh. I think maybe I knew about, but I forgot about it. I didn't see that. Sir Francis Drake, when he was doing whatever he was doing, landed in San Francisco area, and the first liturgy in America was not in North Carolina, which is what I assumed mm-hmm. it was, uh, with um, um, you know Mantio and yeah. um, the Roanoke Colony and all that. It was um, it was it was in San Francisco, and there's huh. a, there's a huge Celtic cross that. that commemorates the first liturgy, and and I don't remember what the liturgy was: morning prayer, evening prayer. Yeah. I don't know, but that's. Interesting, Interesting to me. So no, I don't have him in the Plymouth Rock, but but um, we never went around and s- said what we're thankful for. Yeah. Same thing. There's so many people uh, there. I'm sure we did. I just don't remember it. Probably because I don't know. I was a kid and wasn't paying attention that much. Well, we are not no, as much as I should have. Sorry to bore our listeners and and welcome uh, Ben, um, who is um, listens to us, uh, Nashota student, and also Rob, who just discovered us. Yeah, who may be running now. So glad to have you. Uh, uh, find us um, on, on the podcast. I, I'm very pleased that that um, and you're doing it tomorrow. Doing doing the mass yeah, on, on Thanksgiving correct. Day. It is it is it is a book. feast in the yep. prayer book. Prayer book and I think that is a way that that if you know if you're listening to this on Wednesday and you want to find a way to reclaim it, mm-hmm. this is a way to do it. Mm-hmm. To come for 35 minute mass at 8:30, put yep. your put your turkey in the oven. You know, make sure it's safe, and then leave and come yeah. here. Uh, I'm, that's what I'm going to do if I can, if I can, if I can, if I can get everything together. Um, and, and, or else, or else get your prayer book and do, yeah. and do the propers at home mm-hmm. before the Macy's mm-hmm. Thanksgiving day parade. There's comes all sorts on, of whatever prayers else. for Thanksgiving. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, so, you know, with, with that in mind, let's, let's open with the colic for, for tomorrow, for Thanksgiving day from the prayer book. Let us pray. Almighty and gracious Father, we give thee thanks for the fruits of the earth in their season and for the labors of those who harvest them. Make us, we beseech thee, faithful stewards of thy great bounty for the provision of our necessities and the relief of all who are in need. To the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. What I like about this collect is, uh, A, it kind of calls us back to 
um, you know, the most primitive form of things, which is look at the earth, look at the bounty. Um, you know, take your mind off of, you know, phones and all this other, I mean, just at its, at its face value, um, there's something about the agricultural, you know, giving of thanks for rain that reminds us that we're not in control of everything. I mean, farmers praying for rain is, is such a great reminder of, you know, they're, they don't control it. They're, they're kind of at the whims of, of nature and of divine providence. But then I also love how it pairs, um, the bounty of God has been given to us for our necessity and for the relief of those who are in need. And so Thanksgiving, you know, we always talk about God has given us, you know, in abundance. Um, people try to stress that we have more than what we need. Look at all the great gifts that God has given us. And it's a good reminder that those are for our necessities, not necessarily our wants, but the things we need. And then the extra goes to those in need. I mean, it's, it's given to everyone. Um, and the means by which that happens is that those who have more than enough are to give to those in need. And that, that is a wonderful picture of that mutual blessing um, that we see throughout the scriptures even. Is it possible to have a, an observance of Thanksgiving that is secular? Can you observe Thanksgiving and not be religious? Well, let's, let's talk about what it means to give thanks. Well, or um, if you're giving thanks, yeah. that implies, does it not? It's coming from some, something. That, that something. someone is responsible yeah. for the gift of which you now are offering mm-hmm. your gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the reason Thanksgiving has Otherwise, become so why would you, shallow. You're not thankful, yeah. right? You're not, yeah. If you remove that, that um, religious element, um, it's just this vague, I'm thankful, I'm happy, I'm content, but there's no real relationship there. There's no real depth there. Um, I mean, it's similar to when, you know, you try to teach kids, be nice. When people reduce Christianity to just moralistic niceties, be kind, be nice, but there's no, there's no depth behind that. Um, it becomes boring. I mean, it, you know, people go to church to be told what to do, and then they get bored with it. When there's no actual connection to Jesus Christ or God or providence, um, something like that. Well, gratitude is a response more than a feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think, so if, if one is grateful, grateful, if one is thankful, mm-hmm. that alters your behavior. It does. It should. Should. According to this collect even. Correct. Other than just simply, as you were saying, I'm reflecting on how fortunate I am and I'm just going to feel thankful and let it end there. Mm -hmm. There's no direction or no no, um, end to that gratitude. I'm not sure that is actually gratitude. Yeah. I was talking with the youth um, last couple weeks ago about faith, hope, and love. And, you know, they're gifts from God. Well, let's go into the gospel, because that kind of proves the point, doesn't it? We're going to talk about... The gospel for... For, for the for Thanksgiving, for the... For the or, 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 when we talk... Go ahead, but the... But the um, talking about Birkin and the, yeah. and the lepers yeah, and yeah, all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pull up the verse as I'm, as I'm saying this. Um, but we were talking about faith, hope, and love, and one of the points I made is... Um, like especially with hope, this is really related to Thanksgiving. Um, we are not just hopeful that events might vaguely get better. That's not what the Christian hope is. I was telling them, you know, the Christian hope is in a person, Jesus Christ. 
So that's why Paul says I can be content no matter what happens, because my hope isn't in the events, it's in Jesus Christ in all of the events. So whether I'm suffering or in prosperity, the same Jesus is, is with me in both. So that's where the hope is. It's the same kind of idea with Thanksgiving. That's why people say we can give thanks in all things. It's not because someone who has a million dollars has more reason to be thankful than someone with, with two pennies. It's it's. God in both of those. And we, we should be able to give thanks for the things we have, no matter what our situation is. And then the proper response to that is gratitude. It's giving back. It's giving to those in need. It's relieving, you know, the poor. And it's um, recognizing that what we have is not, you know, our own, just to clutch on to. I mean, would we're be, in stewardship season, and that, we talked about that last week. Yeah, that fits right in there. It'd be a mistake to only associate gratitude and thanksgiving with a certain threshold of material good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That if I'm at this right. economic level, now I'm thankful. And if I'm below this yeah. level, then there's nothing to be thankful mm-hmm. for. Rather, the the air in my lungs as I breathe yeah. is a gift. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I'm, I'm, grateful. I'm grateful. The opportunity to... To, to love and to share and to experience God's creation and, and all of its bounty, mm-hmm. which requires no economic Correct. Um, status, yeah. is, is a reason to give thanks. Jesus Christ, his love for us, his mm-hmm. death on the cross for us, his resurrection, his uh, opening the way for us to eternal life is the reason always right. to be mm-hmm. thankful. And our response to that is in the greatest act of gratitude, which is the Eucharist yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. We're gonna get but into go that. into to Luke 17, because yeah. I think this makes this idea of a response connected to gratitude is so very important. Yeah, so we're going to talk about the parable, or uh, not the parable, the story of Jesus cleansing the ten lepers. Um, and I'll pull up an a image if you're watching on YouTube here in a second. But this is from Luke 17. And I'll just read uh, 11 through 19. It says, On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered a village, he was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance and lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When he saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. Then one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back, praising God with a loud voice, And he fell on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. Now he was a Samaritan. Then Jesus said, We're not ten cleansed. Where are the nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Rise and go your way. Your faith has made you well. Right off the bat, um, I'm just going to point out the fact that uh, praise and uh, offering or thanksgiving are all connected to worship in this text. And that actually, I wrote down some notes of how, just simply the word thanksgiving, how it kind of appears in the scriptures. And in the Old Testament, um, the Hebrew word is is usually associated with um, praise or confess or even bless. And we see remnants of that when we say bless the food. And what do we do when we bless the food? We give thanks for the food. I mean, those are kind of connected. But the idea of praise or confessing or worship has always been associated with thanks. And then in the New Testament, we get... Um, the word for grace, uh, charis, my Greek is not good, is that how you pronounce that? But that's the root of, you know, Eucharist, Eucharistia, thanksgiving, Eucharistos, thankful, Eucharisteo or Eo, to give thanks. Charism. Yeah, and so, you know, the idea, and we see this in this parable, that um, thanksgiving to give thanks, it, it is 
literally in its own etymology connected with the idea of praising and who is worthy to be praised but God alone. Mm-hmm. And so th- those go hand in hand. I mean, it's a, it's a lovely, um, you know, explanation of what thankfulness actually looks like on the outward. But um, I'll let you talk about it a little bit as I pull up that image of um, the church. Well, this is the, I mean, this is the text you always hear mm-hmm. for a Thanksgiving service, yeah. if you go to one typically, and appropriately so, because the ones who were healed and did not return to offer that gratitude, mm-hmm. that act, um, was, their, their gratitude was disconnected from the one who gave it. Correct. They were just selfishly enjoying the fruits of what mm-hmm. was given. And and we, we have that, that clear perspective that if we are truly grateful, then there is a response that is not simply required, but is natural. Mm-hmm. It's it's like exhaling once you inhale. Right. And so if you if you understand the nature of a gift and you are truly grateful, it is involuntary, mm-hmm. really. It's a spontaneous act of praise, which is what that one did. And um and the the image on your screen is Yeah. So this is I, a I, image of a of a church. Yeah, I hate I hate to always bring up the Holy Land, because it sounds very Gnostic. Like, if you haven't been here, you don't understand these things. I don't mean that. But this is one of my favorite places in in all of the Holy Land. This is a, a church um, in a Palestinian town called Birkin, B-U-R-Q-U-I-N. Mm-hmm. It's off the beaten path. There's not a lot of touristy things there. And there's a Greek Orthodox, uh, it's a Greek Orthodox church with a small monastic community attached mm-hmm. to it. And the town is, there's not much to the town. They get a few pilgrims that come by, and 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 they will come out and sell icons and incense and oil and things. But it's supposedly, I mean, it's a very old church. That's mm-hmm. clear. But but Wikipedia will tell you it's maybe the third oldest yeah. church in the world. I don't know that. <clears throat> it is old. It's clearly old. Long tradition there. Um, legend of Saint George, who is from not uh, Saint George is from. Uh, Jaffa, I think, okay. um, on the on the Mediterranean coast, yeah. and, and, and so not far from there. But miracles performed there. I think there's a well there. I mean, there is a well there, but this is this is the traditional spot. This is the point of the the healing of the of the lepers, mm-hmm. and the one coming back. And it's a moving, moving place of gratitude, and where that gratitude is perpetuated in the great Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and the Holy Eucharist. Beautiful place. So let's let's talk about the the Eucharist a little bit. Um, I think most people probably know, and I just said that you know its root word is Thanksgiving, um, and we call it like in the prayer book the Great Thanksgiving. It is right to give Him thanks and praise. Yeah, so this it past, is right, very good and joyful thing, yeah, always and everywhere to give thanks unto you. Yeah, um, I, I I had the the children this past Sunday. I printed out Eucharistic prayer, um, and as they were talking about Thanksgiving, I said. Have them highlight how many times thanks or gift shows up in our Eucharistic prayer, um, in the Mass in general even. And it is just nonstop. I mean, it is one act of thanksgiving after another. And then when we come to, you know, the Eucharist, that is almost the the, the kernel, the source. Um, this, this is the reminder that we give thanks for all things because it begins here. 
because this is the greatest gift we've ever been given, which is the body and blood of Jesus Christ, the forgiveness of sins. And even in this gospel today, I love how when, when the one returns, Jesus says, rise and go your way, your faith has made you well. So it's in his thanksgiving, in his response, that he actually finds wholeness. He's made well, I mean, from the inside out. Um, the others maybe were, were cleansed, but he is made yep. truly well through his thanksgiving. And so, um, the Eucharist becomes this, you know, building block of the rest of our life. We learn how to kind of give thanks here, and it spills over into every area of our life. I mean, it is, um, I, I was surprised even at how many times thanks or gift shows up in the prayer. So this doesn't, this completely fly in the way of what you often will hear in among Christians who are kind of nominal, kind of on the fence mm -hmm. or whatever, is that I didn't, I didn't get anything out of worship today yep. without yep. i mean if you understand the nature of why we come to church why we come to mass the whole point of this then it's not about what we receive it's about acknowledging well it is about what we receive in the sense mm -hmm. of jesus christ our faith in, in the sacrament but our action there is a response an act of gratitude mm -hmm. that is our involuntary response to the gifts and blessings mm -hmm. of this life of salvation of the, of the hope of faith and that we come and we offer that ourselves mm -hmm. our souls and bodies as as that great oblation that 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 um sacrificial offering in gratitude for this life for the for god himself that we get to know him and our call to have friendship with him um, and of course all the all the gifts and blessings that are abundant that aren't connected with your 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 tax bracket yeah. or right. how many cars or trucks or boats you may have just just and that the, the great you know gratitude is is a virtue in the sense mm -hmm. that the more you exercise that the more you We've been talking a lot about how the more you use the virtues, mm -hmm. the better you habituate them. Yeah, I mean, say so the better you become at it, but the better you become yeah, at it. Seriously. So the more you practice gratitude, and and sort of forcing yourself to say, mm -hmm. wait a minute, that is actually a gift, mm -hmm. and and I am I and and sort of making yourself understand why that's a gift. Mm -hmm. Gratitude now becomes more of a feeling, and then you become hyper aware of the gifts that are all all around you, and and. I, I'm always humbled by this, and it's, a, it's an important lesson for me to to be reminded of. And I always, I'm always ashamed of of the context in which I'm reminded uh, how it's how it's how I'm reminded of it is seeing someone who's dying in the hospital. Yeah, and I remember uh, Father Bob McGee, priest um, here, Bob Pop died a decade ago, and Bob was dying, knew he was dying, and when I would visit him in the hospital. He was he was truly not not in any kind of um, um, uh, fake way. Truly grateful mm -hmm. for everything. He was grateful for the nurses that would come in, their kindness, their humor, their touch. He was grateful for the 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 blinds in the window if they were if they were just the right way to keep the sun out, mm -hmm. but open just enough he could see outside. And he would talk about that and reflect. And he was just happy and he, he was truly he was dying but truly happy that he could see what was outside mm -hmm. and was truly happy that it wasn't quite so bright from mm -hmm. here and there and 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 it was this wonderful spontaneous act of uh gratitude it was just he was just talking to me it wasn't performative mm -hmm. it was it was genuine and i was thinking i i haven't been grateful for anything today yeah 
and you're grateful for all these things and and truly so and and that was it's always a reminder of of when when you when you know how precious life is yeah. and how and also when you are reliant on everyone <clears throat> everyone for everything because yep. he was in the bed yep. couldn't move um that that force perspective opens up a new a new um, new world and we're we're good to 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 learn from that hopefully before we get to that same yep. spot yeah I'm, I'm always struck when i read you know writings of of um, major saints how much gratitude is a part of their daily life i mean you know, Even I, for insults, this is the part that I struggle with. Grateful for insults, yeah, grateful yeah. for slights. I was about to say, literally everything, everything. is turned back Paul into says this that. gift. Yeah, um, this has been given to me so that I might grow closer to Jesus. And you know, I, I read it, I intellectually know it. I have no idea how how you know some of them arrive there. Yep. Um, I mean, that is, you know, something that we say that's the grace of God allowing them to get to that point. Um, I mean, you read, you know, all these stories of the martyrs, um, and we love the the funny stories about Lawrence, you know, saying, flip me over, I'm, I'm done yep. on this side, yep. on the gridiron as he's being burned. But um, that, that stems from this idea that, you know, I've been given an opportunity now all of a sudden. Um, I was reading, you know, one of the saints, I, I forget who it was, this is a long time ago, talking about their sickness, and they were saying, this is a gift, and I'm thankful for it because yep. it is now transformed into an opportunity for me to recognize my own weakness. I mean, every yeah. every little thing is an act of thanksgiving. And so um, that would deepen this holiday if we actually were able to get there. Instead of just looking around, what do I see around the room? Ah, oh, I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for you. If we could actually learn to say this is a, this is a holiday that's meant to remind us that every single thing should be, you know, we should be able to be thankful for even the things that we perceive as slights and hardships and sufferings and sickness. We want to move beyond the live, laugh, love holiday yeah, to yeah. Uh, to a First Thessalonians five fifteen holiday. Give thanks in all circumstances, yep. for this is God's will for you <clears throat> in Christ Jesus. That is hard. That is hard because it, Paul doesn't say give thanks in all positive circumstances mm-hmm. or comfortable circumstances. Give thanks for all the blessings you've been given, but nope. all circumstances. Um, for this is God's will. What is what is God's will for us? Our circumstance, or the fact that we should find gratitude mm-hmm. in everything? Um, I would argue that the, the more accessible uh, interpretation is yeah. wherever you are, whatever's happening, find a way to to give to give thanks. And today is is the feast of Saint Cecilia, and the what I find very moving about her, Saint Cecilia, is. Um, second century saint. Her name is in the Roman canon, which means in the Eucharistic prayer mm-hmm. very early on, um, she's been a part of that prayer. Influential. She made an impact. The the story, she's the patron saint of musicians, even though she had no, I mean, she wasn't a musician. Yeah. I mean, she, we know uh, of. That we know of. I mean, she might have played something, but I mean, she wasn't a musician mm-hmm. um, in the proper sense. But she was a virgin committed to Christ. Her parents arranged for her to be married to a pagan and on her wedding day, she had no choice. So she set apart and um, sang praises to God mm-hmm. in her heart. 
And that's why she's the the patron saint of musicians, because of that music she Mm -hmm. made in her soul. But here's a woman who's about to be uh, married to a man that she doesn't love, doesn't want to marry, doesn't share her faith or anything else. It's beyond her control. No choice in the matter. And yet she still is able in that moment to find gratitude, not for the man or the wedding, but but still grateful to God and and to sing in her soul. And that I think is 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 the message mm-hmm. and why we still remember her today. Uh, this Orthodox theologian, I'm glad you brought up that First Thessalonians verse, um, has this wonderful quote about you know meditating on how do we actually give thanks in every circumstance. And he says, for everyone is called to give thanks in every in all circumstances, to become a quote Eucharistic person, yeah. making the Eucharist part of oneself especially by the invocation of the name of Jesus, is one of the fundamental themes of Christian spirituality. The Eucharistic celebration is an apprenticeship in new relations among people and between people and things. It cannot but have a prophetic dimension. So he basically is saying, you want to give thanks in all circumstances, become a Eucharistic person. Make that central Which is the priesthood of all believers, right? So that's that's what we, we need to actually talk about for a moment where in the new testament we mm-hmm. we're, we're, to, we're we're told that we're all priests uh the, yeah the, this sunday after james is baptized we welcome you you join in the priesthood of all believers yes um, that doesn't mean that we're all sacramental priests correct. that we're all called to the sacramental priesthood yeah. like you and i have been called and set apart for that's not what that means it means that as 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 a baptized Christian, we we are Eucharistic in the sense that we offer up mm-hmm. in gratitude, as the Eucharistic prayer says, ourselves, our souls, and mm-hmm. bodies. We offer up our actions. We offer up everything that we have back to God who's given it to us as a great act of thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. It's a Eucharistic life. Mm-hmm. And the priest offers the Eucharist. Mm-hmm. The priesthood of all believers in their lives live Eucharistically. Yeah, and and they in turn receive Jesus yes. Christ and show Him to the rest of the world. I mean that that's also that um, <clears throat> you know why Israel is called a priestly nation because they're supposed to be that mediation. They receive the blessings of God and then they're supposed to go and bless all the other nations, yeah. and they fail at that um, time and time again. And we too fail at that, but that. That is part of our calling, um, to become a Eucharistic person so that when people see us, they see Jesus Christ in us. And we broadcast that. We literally give it like the disciples, you know, give the broken bread that was miraculously multiplied. I mean, we, we become that figure to the rest of the world. Um, and I, I think, to bring us back to Thanksgiving, <clears throat> one of the most surprising things people find about Christians is when they give thanks when they're suffering. It, it, it actually bugs um, non-Christians sometimes because they, they call you, you know, you're stupid. Why are you rejoicing and suffering? But I think that is actually or one of the... Or that you're not sincere when you do it. Yeah, or yeah. that you're not, or you're doing it for you know, yeah. show, whatever. But um, when you when you meet, and this has happened to me, when I meet a truly thankful person that is, I mean, like when you were talking about Bob McGee, that is thankful in every circumstance, it's, it's uncomfortable almost. Um, I mean, you're I, judged because you're not that way. Correct. Yeah, I mean, yeah. all of a sudden I'm thinking, oh my gosh. I mean, like you were saying with Bob McGee. And so I think, you know, we talk about being a witness, being a, a, a priestly people to broadcast Jesus Christ to all people. One of the best ways you can do that is by becoming a Eucharistic person. Mm-hmm. And that, I mean, Olivier Clement says uh, that 
you know, it, the Eucharist is an apprenticeship, which I love that language, in new relations among and between people and things. I mean, it, it literally redefines reality around you. If you can take that to heart, you relate to people and events and situations totally differently. Um, that's, that's the goal. We, we fall short of that a lot. Um, but, you know, that's why tomorrow, one of the best things I think you could do is receive the Eucharist, is go yeah. to Mass. To remind yourself of the the foundation of all this. Where, where does it come from? In a way to practice gratitude, this is a strange memory. I can't believe this is in my memory banks that I recall, but in a very, I think a very helpful way to understand living gratefully. And she wasn't meaning this Eucharistically in the sense that we've talked about, but there's an element to this, is a quote from Dolly Parton. I was, I was wondering where you were going with Yeah, this. and so I remember, I remember watching an interview uh, <laughs> Well, not long after Steel Magnolias came out, mm-hmm. a movie with Dolly Parton and Julia Roberts. And actually, it was Julia Roberts who was talking. And, and she was saying that they were it was hot when they were filming, and yeah. Julia was just sort of complaining. It was hot. They, things were delayed, and, and, and it, was just, it was just depressive, and she was just bellyaching the whole yeah. time. And she looked at Dolly, and she's like, I mean, are you not irritated by all this? And Dolly said, you know what? As a little girl, I wanted to be two things. I want to be rich, and I want to be famous. And I'm both. And she's like, I'm good. You know, just sort of the idea <laughs> that, that this little minor little inconvenience it's not a, not is not an inconvenience deal. at all. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, look at me. And, and, and I, think, I think about that when I'm, when I'm in line, like at the grocery store, for instance, yeah. even though I was complaining about the crowds. But I'm in line at the grocery store, and everyone's doing the best they can. Yep. And everyone's, yep. everyone's got a life, and, and people are losing their patience. Like, no one's... Listen, you can't, being angry and being frustrated is not going to speed the line Correct. up. So all you can Correct. do is just exercise patience and maybe yeah. say a prayer for all these people. Or maybe and maybe maybe that's a gift to you that you, you're stuck there. Yep. And so maybe you can look around and maybe have a conversation with someone or be thankful that you have this moment. Those opportunities that, that may be, present themselves as inconveniences or slights or whatever they may be, are opportunities to exercise that virtue yeah. of gratitude that not only am I okay, I, I, it's more than enough. And mm-hmm. you know, the, the advice that I often give penitents um, when, when their sin is sort of um, greed or, or um, they're never satisfied, because we're, yeah. ne- we're never satisfied. Correct. And, and that's, that's common to all. This is not at all remotely betraying anyone's confession because we all are in this category. My advice is to remember um, that line from the Our Father, give us this day our daily bread, and to recognize that our daily bread is not only uh, enough, Mm -hmm. it's not the bare minimum, it's actually, like Psalm 23 says, our cup is overflowing. And if you recognize that my plate, and by plate meaning my my circumstances, Mm -hmm. the the provisions that have been given me are enough for me to make it through this day, but actually there's a surplus yeah. for me to get through this day. Yeah. It may not be what I would have ordered, what I want, what I've asked for, but but you have to retrain how you mm-hmm. view the world and say, this is not only okay, but this is plenty. Yeah, That's why giving is so helpful for Thanksgiving, because it yeah. forces you to recognize people say, I don't, I don't have enough for me, how could I give to other people? And when you start giving away, you start to realize not only do I have enough, I've got an abundance because I can give some also to to those in need. And that's why, you know, giving and thankfulness go hand in hand. 
we are thankful to God, we give Him praise. We are thankful for our material blessings, we give them to those in need and back to the church. Yep. I mean, giving and, and thanksgiving are always, you know, kind of right hand, left hand, um, doing doing the same, doing the same thing with yep. the same end. Any closing thoughts? It's a shorter podcast today, um, but you know, tomorrow's Thanksgiving and, and the office is closing early. But um, I'm gonna close at the at the end with the litany for Thanksgiving from the prayer book. Um, but any more any more thoughts about the lepers or Birkin or Thanksgiving? No, I love Birkin so much. It's such a holy place. But I think just to say, I mean, Christ the King Sunday is this Sunday. It is Stewardship Sunday, mm-hmm. and I I would encourage everyone, whether they're members of St. Timothy's or go to some other parish, is to view the things that that may be seen as obligations, Mm -hmm. like the Sunday Eucharist or your financial support, as legitimate, true, sincere opportunities Mm -hmm. for displaying our gratitude. Of 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 responding, which Mm -hmm. which is what it is, like the one leper who who suddenly realized, holy smokes, what just happened, and then was compelled to turn and go back to the source to to show love. Yeah. And that is all the things that we do, our prayer, our rhythm of prayer, all of that is is a way that's helping us return bit by bit yeah. fully to our source uh, and, and gratitude. Our goal is to become that one leper. Yep. Well, I'm going to close with the litany for Thanksgiving. This is um, in the back of the prayer book, and it you know says it's for optional use on Thanksgiving Day. Um, but it is a, a short little litany just reminding us of the various you know, blessings um, that God has given us. So let us pray this litany. Let us give thanks to God our Father for all his gifts so freely bestowed upon us. For the beauty and wonder of your creation in earth and sky and sea, we thank you, Lord. For all that is gracious in the lives of men and women, revealing the image of Christ, we thank you, Lord. For our daily food and drink, our homes and families and our friends, we thank you, Lord. For minds to think and hearts to love and hands to serve, we thank you, Lord. For health and strength to work and leisure to rest and play, we thank you, Lord. For the brave and courageous who are patient in suffering and faithful in adversity, we thank you, Lord. For all valiant seekers after truth, liberty, and justice, we thank you, Lord. For the communion of saints in all times and in all places, we thank you, Lord. Above all, we give you thanks for the great mercies and promises given to us in Christ Jesus our Lord. To him be praise and glory with you, O Father, and the Holy Spirit now and forever. Amen.